Margaret, thanks for that. We heard from Ellen Adler about truck tech community. Now it's time for our second community dose of the day. We've got Mary O'Connell here to chat running on ice with us. Mary, thank you for being here on this Friday morning. Thanks, guys. You know, there's no place I'd rather be on my Friday mornings. Well, you know, you mentioned uh, when we talked before uh, today uh, that we have to play nice because we're talking about artificial intelligence here today. So uh, we will play nice here. But artificial intelligence in the cold chain. And uh, this is an interesting topic in the fact that, you know, like in some endeavors, AI is going perhaps a lot farther than perhaps people may think. Oh, absolutely. So, um, you know, the classic AI is going to take our job, so we might as well be nice to it before it comes and becomes our master (laughs) overlord. Um, That is very clearly a joke for someone who does not understand. That is a joke. But (laughs) anyway, in in a very real not joking way is, you know, a lot of these softwares and everything that people are using for, you know, their um, warehouse management, some of their um, carrier management, other stuff like that. It is technically including AI in there and it is using some predictive analytics to come in and you know, um, you know, to like kind of do that heavy lifting. And so it's something that's been around for a little bit, especially if you've gotten into predictive analytics or anything like that. It's been around, but now people are kind of more okay with it. Um, previously, it's been, you know, machine learning, um, you know, an algorithm, something like that. But it's this, this technology has been around for a while. It's just always been branded as something different. So AI is actually extremely helpful to those that are, you know, in multiple ways within, you know, your cold chain from making sure your building stays energy efficient to making sure that you have enough staffing ratios, your warehouse inventory, you name it, it can be applied anywhere within your cold chain. So Mary, speaking of AI specifically for cold chain, there's a lot of really interesting use cases for it. everything from temperature monitoring to making sure that food is kept safe, to making sure that medical products are at the proper temperature. But you mentioned the predictive analytics. And when we talk about cold chain, there's always this kind of, how do I reduce waste, right? How do I make sure that I'm ordering just the right amount so that what I am ordering can be kept cold at the right temperature? And it walks a really fine line. AI is good at finding that fine line and keeping you on it, right? Which reduces waste and then in turn saves you money. Is that something that we're seeing being kind of a big use case for this type of predictive analytics is demand planning and really making sure that people have enough product, it's kept right, and they're not seeing a lot of things go to waste. Oh, absolutely. It's even kind of gone beyond that that demand planning. So like we've talked about a few weeks ago, we had that predictive maintenance. And so literally from the time you're like, okay, it's no, it's October. Um, you know, we know that it's a big apple harvest. We have to get apples to market and, you know, it's, you have to get all of that food that's just been picked up out of the ground somewhere. So if you have, you know, some AI in your demand planning and your forecasting, you know, that you're going to need 10 trucks of apples, for example, you know, you're going to need 10 trucks of apples. Well, then you go and you get your 10 trucks and you're good to go. But going even further, you can say, you know, well, I know what trucks are going to, you know, potentially have mechanical issues. So I can't use those trucks unless I want to waste, you know, half of a truckload or I want to open myself up to loss, product loss within those 10 trucks. So suddenly now you have nine trucks and then all the way throughout the supply chain, you know, we lose I forget. It's like something like $30 million a year of just food is lost from our supply chain because of supply or our food is lost from our 
our food supply because of supply chain issues. So if you can literally take that down to instead of, you know, ordering 13 trucks, knowing that you might lose three of them throughout the process, if you could just literally take it to, I know that those 10 trucks I'm going to start the season with, or I'm going to start this project with are going to be the 10 that I, I end with. To me, that is absolutely game changing because there's more food around for everyone. And we're seeing less of that go into a landfill. So Mary, as you look at this, obviously there are great benefits here across the board in, in many ways with AI as it gets involved in cold chain. But can you give us some specific examples where you have even, they say, product enhancement uh, out of this particular situation? Because uh, obviously the human element is good, but if the human element can be perfected to enhance product uh, quality uh, through that, all of a sudden this becomes game changing. Oh, absolutely. That could even be down to something like, you know, the perfect time to pull it out of the field. So that way, you know, that you are getting the freshest of freshest things. Um, and then over on the medical side, you know, you know, that I have this medical supply that needs to be kept at 35 degrees for peak, for like absolutely peak performance and no contamination, no threat of anything. It's going to stay like the, the perfect form of what it should be. Well, there's technology out there that exists that you know exactly when that falls outside of its range and just like attaching it back into your platform, your tracking system. There are so many solutions for it and so many applications. It's just a matter of, you know, taking, taking some of those pain points that you don't like or that are kind of clunky in your system just look at some process improvements that you can do. More than likely, there's an AI solution for it and just start there. It doesn't have to replace someone's entire job. It's just starting with some of the clunkier stuff that's just kind of a grind that everybody doesn't like doing. If you just start automating what you hate, then suddenly everything's going to get a lot easier and you're going to have a lot more time in, on your hands to do those improvements, to make products better, to improve that supply chain and have more efficiency. So Mary, of course, we talked a little bit about the applications when your product gets into your truck and what that looks like when it comes from track and trace, things like that. But what about in cold chain warehouse space? Are there any applications in the warehouse where AI can be really, really useful and super necessary? Oh, absolutely. It can be everything from, you know, how to run your cooling system in your warehouse, whether, uh, however you have that managed, you can have it where you're doing that to make sure that, you know, you're meeting some ESG initiatives, you're not wasting energy, you know, you're only cooling it when it needs to, stuff like that. And then you can also have it over in your warehouse inventory space. So, you know, typically warehouses are first in, first out, um, but sometimes, you know, products will expire or run the risk of spoiling. So if you have something that tells you, no, this pallet can wait another day, even though it came in two days ago, the one that came in yesterday has product that's going to spoil on it faster. So we want to get that out first. So that way we can, you know, reduce that amount of spoilage, even though it technically doesn't go in on that first in first out. So it's the applications for it are everywhere. And that's even down to like, how to, how to, um, how to fill your warehouse in the most efficient way. So that way, when you go to pick the orders, you don't have drivers, you don't have forklift drivers driving from one end of the warehouse to the other just to fill one load. Mary, we've got just a few seconds left here, unfortunately, but let me just throw this in quickly. Obviously, we've been talking about what is available now, but maybe what are one or two things that could be coming, not to scare anybody, in terms of what AI could bring in the future? 
I think it's just going to bring, it doesn't have to, I don't think we'll see robots coming over um, iRobot style. I think it'll just be a lot of improvements and uh, process improvements and just making things easier and reducing waste, both human waste, time waste, actual waste and spoilage. I think it'll just be a lot of improvements and enhancements to what we already have. I don't think, you know, we'll be switching to flying cars anytime soon. I just think it'll be a lot of small improvements that make everyone's lives just a little bit easier. And when that happens, of course, we will be talking about it. Mary, thank you for joining us this morning. We'll catch Running on Ice this afternoon, and we will talk to you then. All right, we'll take a short break. By the way, I want my flying car. Do you? I don't want my flying car. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll come back with lots more after this. <laughs> 